And it looks like we're live. Sorry for the later start, guys. I know the game ended a bit ago. And I try to hop on here like as soon as the game's over. Well, not immediately after I try to go through stats and stuff. But this time, I I haven't done as much research as I normally go into the, the game. So you get my like initial fresh reaction. I have no takes coming into this other than the Jazz one. So... Um, with that, like, I guess you can see me walking through the stats here. Um, the good, so, like, I guess the story behind this game, obviously, ah, my mic, obviously last game, the, like, the Jazz lost to the Lakers, the Jazz rested, like, almost all of their starters, and the Lakers are obviously, um, injured. Uh, they're not really the Lakers team that we'll see playing in the playoffs when it comes playoff time. Um, and so rough loss, the Jazz could have won that one, but it's not one that I'm upset about. This one, different story, same injured Lakers team, but the Jazz played their starters, uh, minus Mitchell, obviously. So um, we expected a Jazz win. Jazz won by double digits. Uh, great. So with that... I'm I'm not gonna like spend too much time on the Lakers stats. I don't think there's a ton we can learn from the Lakers in this game because they weren't playing with a lot of their good players. Um, so let's just look at how the Jazz did. Um, and and this Lakers team as they're playing right now, let's just assume that they're not a playoff team because if if this team played together like this unit, like just this unit, they probably wouldn't be in the playoff race right now. Um, so so take that into account when, when you're analyzing the Jazz jazz performance tonight as well. But the Jazz shot amazing. 57% from the field as a team. 45% from the field. I mean, from the three-point line as a team, which is incredible. That's really good news. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm really happy about that shooting because the Jazz haven't been shooting well. Obviously, Lakers defense isn't, like, the best in the league right now. Um but still, the Jazz were playing poor defenses before and not shooting well. And it wasn't like the defense was setting them down in, the, in those past games. It was more the Jazz's shots just weren't falling. So I'm really excited about these shooting numbers. I'm hoping it's signs of things to come. Um, getting into rebounds, the um, same story. Jazz really aren't an offensive rebounding team, especially when you're shooting almost 60% from the field. You don't have very many re- offensive rebounding chances. So, out-rebounded the Lakers by 10 rebounds. Had a ton more assists than, than the Lakers. Um, interesting. They gave up seven more turnovers than the Lakers did. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Jazz. We've been seeing stuff like this the whole season. But I feel like when they have, like, five or more turnovers than the other team, the win percentage is still incredible, which uh, I think that'd be an interesting set to pull up to see other teams who give the ball up this much and still have an incredible record. Um, I don't know. The Lakers never led in the game, so it was never really like a, a close game. Um, Jazz got off to an early lead and they kept the lead the entire game. Um, going to the box score... I haven't I haven't dug through the numbers yet. I know Jordan Clarkson is the leading scorer for the Jazz uh, with 22. Joe Ingles pulled in 21, which is awesome. He had some he had some good shots there at the end. Um, so yeah, 
good for Joe Ingles, good for Jordan Clarkson. Um, I know there's been a lot of hype around. Um, so I'm reading the I'm reading the chat. I'll get to the chat later. Um, I know there's been a lot of hype around Rudy Gobert. How um, how many rebounds he's getting, how many blocks he's getting, and how many. Uh, and it's not like he's scoring like crazy, but I saw uh, a stat today that I don't know if it, it'd be the first time in NBA history or the first time in Jazz history, but Gobert's on track uh, to be the first of some player in some organization to uh, score a thousand points, pull on a thousand rebounds, and get two hundred blocks in one season. Um, and so that's something I don't know what his totals are right now. Uh, maybe we can check that after I go through the stats, but um, that's something I want to be keeping track of until the end of the season. So tonight he had his 10, re- 10 rebounds, two blocks, 14 points. That's pretty on par for him. Um, let's, let's look at how people shot. Cause that's something I'm interested in. Joe Ingles, obviously if Joe Ingles has 21 points, you know, he had a good shooting night. He was five for eight from three, eight for 11 from the field. Um, Royce O'Neal, three for three from three. That's a mouthful, um, but he he was he's kind of been in a shooting slump recently. I I don't know if he's officially broken it yet, but tonight was good. He didn't miss a shot. Five for five from the field as well. Bogdanovich two for six, seven for twelve from the field. I'm not mad at it. I'd like to see a little more efficient, but I'll take it. Like 19 points for him. Uh, I'll go over the Lakers real quick. Taylor Horton Tucker, the guy who everyone's super hyped about, uh, according to rumors, he's the reason why the Lakers don't have Kyle Lowry right now. Um, apparently, the Raptors wanted him in the trade, and the Lakers didn't want to give him up. But Taylor Horton Tucker played great tonight, so maybe the Lakers are right. Um, he had 24 points. Um, I don't know. No one, no one other than him. No one from the Lakers really performed great. Um, which I don't know. I don't even know if they had much motivation to play great. Um, playing the best team in the league at almost full strength when your two best players are out. Um, I don't know. There's there's really not a ton the Lakers could have done to make it a game, especially after the Jazz got off to a hot start. Um, that being said, I see the live chats going. Keep it up. I'm I'm I want to check on the Gobert season totals real quick so i'll pull that up um but while i'm waiting for everything to load make sure you're you're leaving your comments about the game or the nba or the jazz in general in the live chat uh, I'll, I'll get to that after this uh, i'll try to go through pretty fast because it is kind of late i don't want to keep you guys up forever um i know like a lot of us have school and work i have to be at work early tomorrow so i don't want to stay up super late but if the chat's awesome and we're having a great conversation, I'm not going to cut it short just to cut it short. Um, so Rudy Gobert season, as far as averages go, uh, he's averaging 14 points. If you round up 14 rebounds, so 14.4 points, 13.6 rebounds. And then where is block numbers? Uh, it's not showing me straight up. Just give me my stats. Which, honestly, like 14 and 14 averaging, um, that's pretty insane. I don't know how many... Um, he's the sec- second in the league in rebounding. 
um, which is awesome. So is there totals? There we go. So this season right now, he has 807 points. So he needs a little less than 200 points to get to that 1,000 mark. Rebounds, he has 759. And where's the blocks? He has 160 blocks. And how many games do the Jazz have left? Um, I don't know off the top of my head. But so he needs he needs like 250 rebounds, 200 points, and 40 blocks uh, in this season. Which, I don't know. I guess it depends on how many games the Jazz have left. We have about a month left of basketball. Uh, I can just do an estimate. That's like four weeks. Uh, the Jazz are playing like three and a half times a week, maybe four times a week. So in 16 games, in 16 games, he'd have to, he'd have to be pretty efficient. Um, I don't know. I, it'd be cutting it close. He'll have to have some good games down the stretch, but it's definitely possible. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that as, as we go out. Um, with that said, don't forget to like the video if you haven't already. If you're a jazz fan, subscribe to the channel because this is the place for all jazz stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll get into live chat now. Uh, nice win tonight. Holding on to first. Um, the the Suns are a game and a half behind the Jazz after this. So it's going to be a tight race. Like, we, like Nate and I talked about on Saturday, though, the Suns have a ridiculously tough schedule for the next few games. Um, so if they make it out of there with an awesome record through all that, then... I'm going to be scared that the Suns are going to take the the first seed. Um, if they don't, like, which likely, like, I'm guessing they're going to go 500 in the next stretch. Um, and the Jazz have a pretty easy record, so I'm I'm guessing the Jazz will hold on to first, but we will see. Um, yeah. So Carter, there's school in the morning. You might have left already, but. Yeah, I'll I'll try to go through this fast so that if you're still here, you can get as much as you can before it's too late. Um, but Carter says the NBA Power Rankings has the Jazz finishing with the fifth best record in the league. I think it's kind of BS. Any comments on that? That's garbage. The Jazz have one of the easiest records left. Um, the only reason why they drop any games is because Donovan's out, but still, like. I don't know. I think they're going to play good with Donovan out. Um, we've only really... This is the first game with him, like, with, like, the normal lineups with him out. And obviously they played great. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. The only way the Jazz are dropping to, like, fifth best in the league, because right now they're number one, is, like, if they just start resting players left and right, which I don't think they will. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think that's garbage. I think the Jazz... They might not finish with the first, um, but I don't think they're going to drop down to fifth. I'd have to check how close everyone is, but I believe the Jazz and Suns are one and two in the league. Um, so yeah, I think the Jazz will hold on to like top three. Uh, and I would, if I had to bet, I would probably bet that they hold on to first. Um, I like to see O'Neal play good. That's uh yeah I. If we could, like, this is a perfect Royce O'Neal stat line. 
I, I talked about his efficiency. He shot five for five. Three of those were threes. So he had 13 points, two blocks, five assists, nine rebounds. Add in a steal, and I think that's like the perfect stat line for Royce O'Neal. That's if he if we can get that game out of him every night, that's perfect. Um, so yeah, awesome game from Royce O'Neal. It's not like he went off crazy, but he he played he did what he was supposed to do, and he did it really well. Um, the Jazz would have to lose. Uh, so so going back to the the fifth best in the league according to NBA Power Rankings, the Jazz would have to lose about five to seven games to even drop only one seed <laughs> yeah the, um if if by the nba power rankings are are you just saying that they are like fifth in the power rankings or was there a projection saying that the jazz's record would be the fifth um because i feel like the power rankings is super subjective and it tries to take into account like how it's like how good are they right at this very moment uh and so if it's just the power rankings, then that that's probably not a projection. But still, I feel like fifth is a little low for the Jazz. I'm not terribly angry at it because th- there's lots of teams playing really well right now. Um, okay, so about the 1,000-point, 1,000-rebound, 200-block. Nomar Flo says, people have done the 1,000-point, 1,000-rebound, 200-block season bef- uh, before, including Rudy but never in a 70... Oh, okay. So that's what it was. Never in a 72-game season. So people have probably done it in like 75 games or something like that. That's true. I I feel like I forget that it's a short season, but that's insane. Because um, normally... So it's it's 10 games shorter. And so that'd be interesting to look at, but still being able to do that in a short season. And I was looking at his totals and it's not like he was like terribly far behind from past years, which just goes to show how awesome Rudy has been this year. Um, speaking of which I'm almost to the end of the chat. I'll finish up the chat, but I, um, maybe, maybe you guys talked about this earlier and I missed it, but, um, Ben Simmons was throwing some shade at, um, Rudy Gobert's defensive ability. I know he's done that in the past, but um, I don't know. Ben, I guess Ben Simmons just has some beef with the Jazz when it comes to end-of-season awards. Um, so I'll talk about that once I get to the end of the live chat, if that's interesting. Um, yeah, Jazz have an easy schedule left. Uh, I, I think looking at it, there's like three games left that I'm like, concerned about losing and the rest of them should be solid wins for the jazz unless the jazz just like fall apart one game which they might and that's one game but i don't i don't see that happening regularly with the schedule the jazz have um i I, uh so carter says i think the jazz can play for example mavs first round Nuggets second round clippers third round if they make it fourth round nets if we make it um I hope the Jazz don't have to play the Mavericks first round. I think the Jazz would still beat the Mavericks. I'm just hoping that the Mavericks, like, the Jazz hold the first seed, Mavericks get, like, a seventh seed, and then the Jazz can play, like, the Grizzlies or the Pelicans as an, as a first-round matchup. Um, hopefully the Grizzlies. Um, no shade to John Morant or the Grizzlies team, but... Uh, the Jazz are just like two tiers ahead of them, so I feel like 
playing the Grizzlies would be an easy first round for the Jazz um, this year. But, yeah, after that, like, Nuggets and Clippers, I don't, like, I feel like at this point with how things are going, because the Mavs Mavs were doing really good and then they kind of fell off. Uh, The Suns are doing crazy good. So it's really like the the teams and then uh, Jamal Murray with the Nuggets got hurt. So I feel like the Nuggets are no longer contenders. That might be the best case scenario second round for the Jazz potentially. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if I'd rather honestly like you you guys may think I'm kind of weird for thinking this. But I think I'd rather play the Lakers than the Clippers in the playoffs. Um, and I might be stupid for saying that because it's tough to bet against LeBron James, especially if he comes back healthy and he's playing great. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like the Jazz match up better with the Lakers, which may sound crazy, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, cool. Um, so Rudy would need to average 13.8 points, 2.9 blocks and 17.2 rebounds. That's insane. 17 rebounds a game to get that record. The rebounds is, is what's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Same like, um, the blocks might be a little bit tight. Uh, I don't think it's unrealistic. We've seen him have crazy blocks and he's getting multiple blocks almost every single game. So I bet he can get the blocks, the points that's he's averaging more than that. I'm expecting him to play, uh, like get the ball a little bit more with, uh, Donovan Mitchell out here, so the points is an issue. Those rebounds, he'd have to have some monster rebound games, which he has recently. But in between those monster games, he has games like tonight where ten rebounds, and that's not going to get him close. So I'm I'm excited to watch that play out. If he gets it, that will be awesome. But it looks like a little unlikely for that. Um, okay, it's late. I want to go over the Ben Simmons, uh, Rudy Gobert like drama I don't know if it's much drama I think it's just Ben Simmons throwing shade um but I'll go over that and then I'll end the stream because I I don't want to keep everyone up too late uh on a Monday starting off the week by not getting enough sleep but um so maybe I don't know if I'm the best person to talk about this because I, I don't know all the details here but basically and I don't know the the exact timeline of stuff but Historically, Ben Simmons has kind of thrown shade saying like Rudy Gobert's not that good of a defender because um, like he can't guard all positions. And then earlier this year, uh, the Sixers beat or I th- I'm pretty sure the Sixers beat the Jazz. May- I may be at least it was a close game without Embiid and Ben Simmons just like put 42 points on on Gobert. And so Ben Simmons is over here, like saying that Gobert's not actually that good of a defender. He like he can't even lock down the paint, and so that's what Ben Simmons is saying. Why it's not even close between him and Gobert, and how Ben Simmons needs to walk away with the Defensive Player of the Year, which I wouldn't like. I wouldn't be surprised if he did, because that's going to be what people, um, like. I wouldn't be surprised if that's how people vote. Then again, I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting race. I think it would be, like, I think Gobert deserves it. But 
um, Simmons officially started up that talk of saying, Gobert's not a good defender, um, which I've, even with like the Mitchell Simmons thing, I've been a fan of Simmons. I'm, I want to see him develop, but um, I don't know. This is a second like head to head matchup with trying to steal a, a end of season award from a jazz player. So maybe that's just his thing. Maybe he just wants to be with the jazz, which is kind of obnoxious. Um, but just, I thought, I thought I'd throw that in there. Just some drama before I close it, close this out. But overall, I know it didn't spend much time on this game. I felt like there wasn't really a ton to go into other than we beat the Lakers, which is great, but it's a Lakers without Anthony Davis or LeBron. Um, but good win. The the main takeaway from this game is the Jazz shot awesome. So if we can keep that up, which we're not playing a ton of great defenses, so um, I don't see any reason why we can't. That could be really good news come playoff time. So I'm excited to watch that. Um, and then before I wrap this up, you know my flow has a couple other comments. Um, so real quick about the the Gobert thousand thousand two hundred, Gobert's probably going to be resting some of these games, which will make it tougher. He still might get the blocks and points even with resting, depending on how many games he rests. But the rebounds is out of reach if he rests at all. And then. You know, my flow also says search up 2021 defensive impact um, next aggregate impact chart NBA. Um, that's a mouthful, so you'll just have to check the live chat, copy it, and and, and search it up. Um, he says, uh, so search that up on Google, click the first image, and it shows defensive impact and Rudy is miles above everyone. That's what I've seen, like the advanced stats. Like there's lots of good NBA, like defenders in the NBA no one's close to Rudy. Um, then again, when it comes to end of season awards, people, I, I don't. People go for the story, or they they get bored of, um, uh, voting for the same person over and over again, and so they don't always listen to the demand stats. So even if Rudy doesn't win it, we, we can all like just silently know to ourselves that he was the best defender. And that the end of season awards are a little bit uh, garbage sometimes. But that being said, I'm excited to see how this season plays out. I'm pretty confident the Jazz will hold on to the first seed. And I'm so stoked for the playoffs to start. Um, but with that, I'll, 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 I'll cut it off there. I know it's a little shorter than normal. Like I said, uh, uh, it is late and I got a late start. I apologize for that. But uh, thank you everyone for joining me. Have a good night and make sure to tune in for next stream at at the end of the next jazz game. Thanks again, guys.